What's up, family? Welcome back to the I Am Wild podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany. And today we're going to be discussing the topic of higher self. Before we get into that, I want to give a big shout out to all of my listeners out there. Uh, if you're not following the podcast, make sure that you guys are following us. Okay, be sure to follow wherever you uh, are listening from. We're streaming everywhere. Okay. And also make sure that you're subscribed to the I Am Wild podcast YouTube channel because over there we post exclusive content that we don't post here. Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. there is going to be a um, video, a live video podcast episode. So make sure that you guys are following the YouTube channel and just for other content that does not get posted here or that does not come through the you know original podcast platform, be sure to be subscribed to the YouTube channel. Also make sure that you guys are following me on Instagram at tiffany.theophany underscore. And uh, yeah, so I want to discuss and talk about this. And this is really in regards to healing. This is really on the topic of healing. I remember back in 2019, I was on this journey of healing and doing all of this what we can what we call or what the occult world calls shadow work, which is where you're dealing with the parts of yourself that are uh, unhealed, the darker things, the things that you have swept under the rug, right? Um, I was doing all of that. That was before I came to Christ, of course. And this was also the same year that I started to become very heavy in the world, in the realm of witchcraft and divination and all of these other things and shamanism. I really started to get really deep into that where I was taking these dark trips into the underworld, um, in regards to parts of myself that had died And, um, going back to see if there were important parts of me that I left here and there and also going back to see, okay, why did I go through what I went through? Why was I, you know, um, why was the pain the way that it was? What can I take from that pain? So that there those were some of the aspects of the shadow work that I was doing. And in that, I started to seek to become a higher version of myself. And in doing that, I spent a lot of time at my altar praying, chanting, and calling on this version of myself, trying to bring forth this stronger version of myself, which I really still to this day have not fully gotten to, but, um, I am getting there with the help of Jesus Christ. I am getting there. The more I submit to God's will over my life, I am getting there. The more that I am becoming obedient to the things that God is asking me to do in each and every single season, trying to remain as obedient as possible, because in that I am allowing him to stretch me. I am allowing him to mature me in the areas that I need maturing. And really what it means, the higher self means, you know, the occult world makes it this mystical thing and talks about these different um astrolog at what's the word talks about all of these different astral levels of self right and that's not necessarily um how can i put this yes we come from heaven okay the children of god come from heaven <laughs> and you know god we all came from where where God is he he exists in heaven and he you know the father he's God is a spirit God is spirit and um Jesus is the embodiment of God in human form right um 
he when he was walking this earth he was 100 percent man but 100 percent god at the same time and only he has the ability to um be that right the rest of us are normal humans who have sinned god did not sin um and you know we we're we're regular humans however we can seek to become the version of ourselves that god has intended for us to become in uh in in our lifetime to um reach the heights that he needs us to reach in order to be impactful to people in order to share our testimonies in order to help other people step into their destinies and step into their purposes that god has called them to right and so what i believe my higher self to be now is um is not some spirit version of myself meditating in higher dimensions and downloading information to me that's not necessarily how i view my higher self anymore now it's not the new age visual of what a higher self is but your higher self is the you that god is calling you to become it's the you free of bondage it's the you walking in your calling it's the you becoming um sanctified by christ and uh washed clean and renewed and transformed it's a continual process and it never stops until the day that you are um given your glorified body right and so the work god has began in us he says that he will complete in us and so we're steadily growing and we're steadily changing and um constantly becoming new versions of ourselves as we are led by god in the spirit and i have some some uh scripture written down here let me make sure that my bible okay i I do have my bible out i just don't have it flipped to this but colossians 1 9 colossians 2 3 and colossians 8 verse 8 through 11 we're going to look at those and um colossians 1 9 says for this cause we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of the of the of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding and we have to understand that in god is wisdom in all spiritual understanding there is all knowledge in him there is all knowledge in christ and when we submit ourselves to him we are able to learn what his will is for our lives we're able to understand why we have been through certain things we are able to grasp and understand um what it is that god is doing through us based upon where we've been based upon where we are and we can kind of get an idea um of where god is leading us right and this is reminding me the scripture where it says that um the beginning the the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge first we have to acknowledge that there is a god much bigger than us first we have to acknowledge that we are not the ones who are in control first we have to acknowledge that we are not gods ourselves that you cannot look to yourself for answers at all and this is the thing that new age pushes in regards to higher self that you're still looking to yourself it's just a higher version of yourself right but it's in but the viewpoint is so skewed the viewpoint is so skewed you're still looking to you for answers you don't actually become your uh, the a higher version of yourself until you begin to walk in the will of god for your life 
you're still on the ground you 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 haven't reached anywhere you haven't gone anywhere because you're still walking in darkness the longer that you are walking outside of god's will for your life and the problem with the world is they push and they elevate sin they push and they elevate and they get behind things that God would never get behind. And so we have accepted so many different lifestyles, so many different things for ourselves that God never wanted for us. And so because of that, we stay walking outside of his will. We stay doing things that are out of alignment and living in ways and living in situations and living with people and living and and, and, and entertaining things that was never in God's will for us. And and this is why the transforming and the renewing is so important. Remember Romans 12 verse 1 says, Brothers, I beseech you to give your bodies as living and acceptable sacrifices unto the Lord. And I'm going to read that to you verbatim. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and verse 2. And for those of you who have been, you know, listening to us for a while, uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2 is still something that I'm going to preach and teach all the time. It's still going to be something that I talk about. It's still one of the basis, the underlying basis of my ministry. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the, unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, this is verse 2, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may approve what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You have to be transformed and renewed in your mind in order to even understand what God's will is for you, to understand what is acceptable, to understand what is good and what is the will of God. And until your mind has been transformed and renewed in Christ and in his word, you're going to look at stuff that is not okay. You're going to be in alignment and standing for things that are not something that God will stand for, period. You know what I'm saying? And you cannot reach your higher self until you submit yourself to the Lord and what his will is for you. There are so many things that I was standing behind and that I was doing before I came to him that was not in alignment with his will for my life. Period. Period. Um, And so moving forward. Colossians 2 verse 3 talks about it says in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge once again going back to in god the father and christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge there is wisdom and treasures and knowledge hidden in Christ. And um I'm looking at verse 5 where it says in this I say lest any man shall be should beguile you with enthusiastic word I mean, I'm sorry with enticing words. I was just looking up that word beguile and what that means cuz we hear the first time we hear this we hear it in Genesis 2 or is it Genesis 3 where um Eve is explaining to the Lord 
what happened and she says that the serpent beguiled me the word beguiled means to enchant or charm a person this you have to be deceptive to do that this means deception has gone forth there is a major deception that has gone forth and it has been done in such an enticing way in such a charming way in a very enchanting way and this is what the world is doing they're making um you know new age and all of this stuff looks so appealing and so enticing and so aesthetically pleasing and it sounds harmless it sounds you know well i mean what's wrong with this but you have to test the spirit by the spirit you can't just assume that everything is good because anything that is being used to replace christ is antichrist anything that is trying to be used to replace god it's not of god because in god are all things in god is knowledge in god is wisdom in god is spiritual fullness there is spiritual fullness in the lord jesus christ and that is what this chapter is talking about in Colossians chapter two when it gets further down um into this chapter verses six through um i want to say it's verses six through eight yeah that's what it talks about you know not going after the the hollow and deceptive philosophies of this world instead of christ and christ are all things and again i want to go back to proverbs and i have to open up my bible now to proverbs um i think it's proverbs 1 verse 7 where it first mentions this because i don't want to leave y'all hanging with that scripture i know that that leaves a lot of people hanging like you know what does the fear of the lord mean so in Proverbs 1 verse 7, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and, instru and instruction. What does the fear of the Lord mean? So when the Bible talks about the fear of the Lord, it is not talking about like being terrified or scared. The Bible does not contradict itself. So because it doesn't contradict itself, you have to ask, what does this mean? Because also in the Bible, it says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of a sound mind, of, of love, power, and a sound mind. And so when, when you read this, you have to say, okay, if God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind, what does he mean by fear the Lord? And so... Um, I don't know where it cut out at y'all. I forgot. I only have 15 minutes in my recording studio app. Um, cause this is really for recording music, but, um, it gives you 15 minutes to record anyway at a time. So I just have to do it in tracks, but anyways, um, we know that the Bible does not contradict itself. I hope I'm not repeating myself, but it says that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. And so when he speaks about fear of the Lord, he's talking about a reverence, a reverence for God, the acknowledgement that there is something much higher than you, the acknowledgement that um, there is a force that created me. 
that created my very soul. It has the power to destroy this soul as well. And so it is to have a reverence for him, a very high regard and deep respect for for the for the for the Lord. Um that is what it is talking about. And the second that you come into and honestly I can remember when the fear of the Lord fell on me. And it was the same day that I repented to him of my witchcraft and of my uh everything that I was doing outside of his will. The day that I finally accepted him into my heart and received him, it was a humbling thing. And I humbled myself before God and I realized, wow, you are the creator. You are God. I am not God. Um, it was just this reverent fear that came over me. And uh, with that being said, we have to understand uh it's when you finally acknowledge god and give your life to him that that knowledge it's the beginning of knowledge you begin to really understand what is good for you and what's not it was at that moment that i understood what was good for me and what wasn't it was at that moment that i began to understand how my life was so out of alignment with his will and from that i was able to move forward I was able to make the decision to move forward and say, okay, I'm going to stop doing this because this is not in alignment with God. There were certain desires that fell off of me naturally that I didn't even ask to fall off of me. It just fell off. My pansexuality disappeared. Granted, I always was more interested in men anyway, but the enemy was definitely trying to get me to go the other way because he didn't want me to go towards what God already has for me. As long as I stay out of alignment with God's will for my life, I never can be in alignment for the good things for my life that he has for me. And so there were so many things that fell away from me. I began to understand, okay, this is exactly why you said no to this. This is exactly why you say I should not be practicing witchcraft. This is exactly why you say not to speak with the dead. This is exactly why you say these things. Um, and so, yeah. With that, um, with with coming into this knowledge, I've I've understood a lot of what is God's will for my life and what's not. And I seek daily to become my highest and rawest version of myself, not through me sitting and meditating and trying to channel this high version of myself. Because that person honestly does not exist. Until you choose to step in. It's not just going to manifest itself out of thin blue air. You have to choose. One. To submit yourself to God. You have to choose. To. Be obedient to what God is asking you to do. In order for you to become this new version of yourself. This this new version of yourself. Is simply. it ta- First it takes for you to decide. I don't want to be who I am right now no more. Okay. And I've done this before in the past. Honestly, before I fully left the faith, I had already chosen. I'm tired of this version of myself and I killed that version and stepped into a new version of myself. And unfortunately, you know, 
I did not, I didn't allow God to be a part of the process for real for too much longer. I decided to go off and do my own thing. And, you know, yes, there were other versions of myself I stepped into, which were, which were, they weren't who God is, was going to have me end up as, you know, they were versions of myself. He allowed me to become, to heal and to mature in certain areas. But now I'm walking, you know, in a, in a different, with a different mindset with a different viewpoint of of a lot of things. And so me becoming my higher self now is me just walking in my calling, becoming sanctified by Christ, being washed and renewed and transformed and allowing this process to, to occur. And just partnering with God in all things and making sure that he is the head of my life and making sure that he's the one guiding me and not me trying to guide myself Cause you know, that always leads to confusion that always leads to things becoming stagnant. And so just always following his lead and allowing him to, um, make a way for me and not the other way around. Uh, so I have Colossians two, eight verses. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Colossians. That's eight, or is it two? Colossians two verses eight through ten, and that was what I was getting ready to. That was what I was talking about a little bit earlier. It says, "Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of man, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ." It says, verse nine: "For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him." which is the head of all principality and power. So Jesus is the head of all principality and power. Remember in Ephesians uh, 6, 12, it talks about uh, we are not warring against other, against humans. We're not warring against flesh, but against spirits, against spiritual wickedness, against principalities and high places, um, against the rulers of darkness over this, over the darkness of this world. And, Jesus at the end of the day is he is the head. He is the head of all principality and power. So even those principalities that call themselves doing something, you know what I'm saying? Even what Satan call himself doing through the, the, the people that he has in high places operating under wicked spirits, God is Jesus Christ. The Lord is still the head of all principality and power. And um, this is why anything that any philosophy that, that, that I see that I see does not fall in alignment with with Christ. If it's anything outside of him, that seems like, oh, well, but you can do this and this is just so much better and this is just so much more powerful. No, it's not because Jesus is the one who is the head. He is the ruler. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. Period. He is the lion of Judah. Period. And the head of all principality and power. And I'm going to read what verse 11 says because the thought was not complete. There's a colon after verse 10. It says, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision 
made without hands and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. And there's a reference here to Deuteronomy 10 verse 16, Deuteronomy 30 verse 6, and Jeremiah 4 verse 4. Um, I'm pretty sure that those scriptures, especially Deuteronomy 30 verse 6, is where it talks about um, what God was going to do in regards to circumcising us and our heart. He spoke about this since the beginning, y'all. So once again, this is the, you step into your higher self when you put your, when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, he circumcises your heart. It is a spiritual circumcision happening to you where the old is being cut away. It says a circumcision made without hands. So this is a spiritual thing. And we're putting off our fleshly body, the body that was under subjection to sin, the, 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 the body that was under subjection to the law, the body that was under subjection to the world and the principalities of it. We've put that off and we've put on a new man. This is also something that Romans talks about as well. That we have put off the old man and we are anew. That's what the whole being transformed and renewed is talking about. And so family, this is what it means to become your highest version of self. Don't let the world fool you. Don't let the world fool you. <laughs> Please don't. Because, you know what I'm saying? And I also want to read this as well, because we are, this is why it's so important you know these these other philosophy uh, other philosophies will blow your head up and make you more vain than you make you vain verse 3 says and this is in Romans chapter 12 for i say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according to according as god hath dealt to every man the measure of faith and it's interesting that that scripture comes after Romans 1 through 2, where it's talking to us about submitting ourselves as living and acceptable and holy sacrifices unto God and becoming transformed and renewed in our mind. Um, with this comes something that comes a little bit later. Once this happens, some people develop some self-righteousness and that happened for me. When you start to, and it, it kind of reminds me of when I first um stepped into the occult world and had all this occult knowledge i was looking at looking at everybody else like they were stupid i was looking at everybody else like they were just you know oh y'all are all sheep and this and that and it's funny how you know uh satan has made has taken that from the bible because it's biblical everything comes from the bible but everybody likes to you know not give credit to where credit goes to um all of these references that are biblical how come they don't re reference the quran why don't they don't ever reference nothing else they always reference the bible why because it is the truth and take it and twist it and turn it into something else to give it a negative connotation or a negative light um you know i was looking at people in such a negative light and i understand that sheep are those who follow the sheep herder the good shepherd jesus christ and Trust and believe you're not asleep just because you follow Jesus. In fact, you're more awake, awake than you've ever been in your life. I'm more awake than I've ever been in my life. Okay. Yes, there is so much more that I can learn. 
and there's so much that I don't know still no one can know everything but I'm more awake than I've ever been in my life let's get that right okay when I was in the occult world I was asleep I was asleep I thought I was woke but I was very asleep to a lot of things um but this right here tells us have a sober mind you know it's not sober to think that you're really sitting there talking to this higher version of yourself that's floating in, in the spirit realm in meditation style come on now it's once again making yourself a god you're not a god you cannot give yourself no guidance and answers if that was the case you would be if you were truly a god and could receive answers from yourself why are you still where you are you know what i'm saying we got to ask some questions and that was what i was asking myself at the tail end of my journey in the occult world i'm like you know if i found the answers if i really found the light why am i still going through what i'm going through clearly i'm doing something wrong and that is when Jesus began to reveal himself. He revealed himself fully. When I started to have these questions and started to really yearn for spiritual growth because I was tired of being in the same place. He revealed himself. There is spiritual fullness in him. And it is only when you, when you really truly step into Jesus Christ that you can become a higher version of yourself. I love y'all so much. Stay wild. Stay willing. Stay inspired by the word of God. Inspiring others through the word of God. Loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And dedicated to walking in your purpose called according to the most highest will. Don't forget to rate this podcast wherever you're listening from. Follow me on Instagram at Tiffany.Theophany underscore on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, the I Am Wild YouTube channel. Link is always going to be in the description wherever you're listening from. Until next time, family. Y'all willing. Peace.